Murder. Welcome to Death Do Us Part Podcast, hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. What up, y'all? Hey. Hey. Oh, my goodness. What's going on, baby? Um, baby Jesus hates me. Why? Come on now. Pick a reason. You were throwing up again last night. Oh, my God. Dude, what is going on? You keep getting a bug. I don't know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna call out the guy I was working with last night, Ed. Um, he's one of our super shift managers. Yeah, took care of me because I'm sitting there and he's like, "Are you good?" And I'm like, "No, I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think so." Yeah, my sugar was high, and when my sugar gets like high, high, yeah, you feel like shit. Well, and I can't keep my eyes open. Yeah, I like doze off, and I can't help it. Like I'll be mid sentence and just. <clears throat> Yeah. So he's like, are you good? And I'm like, no. I'm like, you ever get that feeling when you like chug too much water? Yeah. And you're like super full? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, that's where I'm at. He's like, did you chug a lot of water on the way here? I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> so, yeah, I was good. And then I wasn't. And he was like, I'm, I'm going to stay in here for a little while with you. And I was like, eh, it's probably a good idea. Yeah. Just saying. And then, yeah, I was like, oh. Yeah, I'm going to throw up. So I got extremely ill at work last night. To the point, Ed started an IV on me, and we just hung it from the door, like on the door hook, the coat hook. And I dispatched with an IV running while he went on calls. Hey, you got to do what you got to (laughs) do. I knew he hooked you up with an IV because it's in the garbage. Yeah, oh, I yeah. saw it this well, morning. Well, because I had a, I kept the lock in because I disconnected the bag at some point and then rehooked it back up and yeah, then I came home I, with it in still. I yeah, I saw it in the garbage. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. she was that sick. And uh, poor Ed, you know, like missed a couple times. Yeah, and he's great at IV, so he's like, I'm nervous because it's you. And I was like, but why? <laughs> why? Like, I'm not going to get mean. Yeah, I, no. No. I was like, I'm not going to get mad. So, of course, then the first call he goes on, he's like, shit veins, first try, of yeah. course. And I was like, yeah, go figure. So, yeah, I was not um, not not fucking feeling good at all. Yeah, you came home and knocked out. Yeah, I did. Slept a lot. Yeah. Well. You feeling better, though? I don't know. I mean. Un- Still kind of sluggish. Yeah, unbeknownst to you, that was the second IV I got yesterday. Because I couldn't get my sugar down. Yeah. So yeah. they started a, a bag on me initially to get my sugar down. Yeah. And yeah, I was a hot fucking mess. I'm surprised your insulin wouldn't. It wasn't doing. It, it wouldn't even pull it down under high. Really? Yeah. That's why finally I was like, just start a fucking bag and see if that works. Like I was, I was trying everything to get I it down. Wonder what the issue was. I don't know. So then, when I got to work, because I I came home at what three i got off at three i came home at three and then i ended up going back in to dispatch yeah like three hours later so yeah it was uh i felt better i've never like gotten sick like that and then felt better afterwards so i was shocked but then i started to kind of feel like shit again after but yeah yeah it was uh i'm sorry it was a rough fucking day yesterday i'm sorry and one of the other dispatchers was like you really got sick? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, I didn't hear anything. And I was like, oh, you didn't hear me sobbing like a toddler? Because I react to throwing up like a child. I cry. Yeah, you do. I do. Yeah, yeah. you're not a fan. And I love oh, fucking God. throwing up. When I came out of the bathroom, poor Ed was like, well, you don't look any fucking better. <laughs> I'm like, Thanks, buddy. Thanks. So, yeah, it was a, uh, it's been a rough couple days. But you held food down today. I so. did. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Because I really don't like throwing up. I know you don't. It's You're awful. not a fan. No, it's terrible. See, I like it because I feel immediately better. No, so I, I usually don't. Usually it like induces a migraine. and Yeah. But I think the, the fluids immediately after Helped. helped. Yeah. So. That's good. I tried to eat a cracker at one point. And I'm like, yeah, that ain't going to work. <laughs> no. Nope. But then one of the girls always comes in and she's like, can I get a snack? Because she knows my lunch bag is always like, yeah. I have a variety. I was like, you take whatever you want. She's like, well, I don't want to take anything you're going to eat. And I was like, I ain't eating shit but air for <laughs> right. the next two days. So, 
Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. It was, uh, it was a little rough. Keep getting pop-ups on my computer. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, I don't think they can hear it. I can hear it. No, I don't think they can either. So, so but yeah. <sighs> so um, that's about it. We have C two E two coming up. Yep, we do. Which, by the way, you know, March thirty first is a Friday. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you gave me the wrong date. No. Okay, so Friday. Because it's Friday through Sunday. Yeah, I knew that. But we're on that Friday. Gotcha. Yes. So we are on Friday the 31st. But that morning. Yes, that morning we are going to be interviewed by, I believe it's NBC. Mm -hmm. Um, In Austin, right? It's called Studio 512. So um, I think it's like their daytime show. But we're going to be interviewed in between the hours of 10.30 and 11.30. So if you're in the Austin area, you will see us on TV. So check us out. Check us out. So that's going to be a busy day because we'll go. You have to get up before noon. How the fuck are you going to handle that? Oh, my God. That's going to be rough. So we got that. And then we're going to have to leave right away because... You know traffic's going to be, and uh, parking's going to be hell at the McCormick man, place. Man, what the fuck are we, did I drive to it last year? Yeah. Which one did Josh drive us to then? Oh, no, I think Josh drove us to C2E2. No, McCormick place I drove. Was it? No, you drove to Rosemont because that's the one when we walked in the wrong direction. Was that? I don't remember. Yeah. So he drove to... Our nephew drove to C2E2 last year at McCormick Place. So, um, yeah, parking is going to be, because it's, it's going to be packed. So we're going to have to leave right away, right yeah. after. Man, I don't like driving in the city. But it's right <sighs> off the expressway. It's so. it's right off the expressway. It's not yeah. like downtown, downtown. I know, it's, still. Okay. You know, Whatever. But, so that's going to be a busy day, but it's going to be a good day. Mm-hmm. That's a busy week. It is a busy week. So. No. Yeah. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Mm. This is the things we got to do, baby. Yeah. Mom's things having we- surgery that week, too. Yeah, I know. She's having her finger redone. Yeah. You know, they replace joints and fingers. Isn't that fucking weird? That's weird, weird as fuck. Yeah, I'm not bringing Jackson this time. No. Because last time, remember... Her surgery got delayed for like six hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Kinky, I think. I don't remember. You got to bring her again? Mm -hmm. I ain't bringing Jax this time. No. But I bet you that we could get her to drive us to McCormick Place then. Yeah. 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 I didn't even think of that. Fuck yeah. Well, she'll have to pay to get in then because they're only giving us three badges. She'll sit in the car. For that long? What do you mean that long? We talk for an hour. Yeah, but... I don't know. I can drive to McCormick Place. I could, hey, I could even drive now. You can drive on the highway. Yeah. Not around other vehicles. Yeah, true. We haven't tried around <laughs> other vehicles yet. Yeah, true. And I would prefer not to do it in the city. Yeah. So. That's yeah, true. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. What day is their surgery? The 29th. They always are really. Yeah. Are you taking off work for that? Yeah. You are? Oh, I put in like a month ago. Did you? Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a busy week then. Oh, well. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'm ready for it. Yeah, me too. I'm ready for it. It's going to so. be a busy couple of weeks because April's going to be busy it's for a us. busy May, fucking... May is like, going to be super spring busy. Spring to summer is just insane. Yeah. I mean, May, we got two trips, Florida and Philadelphia. So and in between that, we it's have be Jackson's football. And we have uh, people coming in from Austin. Okay. I don't know if I told you that. Yeah. Yeah. They're coming in in the middle of the trips. So. Oh, okay. I mean, they're not coming to see us, but. Obviously. Yeah, I know. I so. Know. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot. It's busy. That's a lot, baby. I know. That's a lot. Hmm. Oh, well. We'll do it. So, any business? No. 
No. It's only been a couple days. Yeah, right? it's been a couple days, so yeah. not much has really happened. Mm-mm. So other than me, you know, half dying at work. No. Yeah. Pretty good. Jack's pooping right now and fucking yelling at someone. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I don't know what he does. I don't. I don't know. Like, dude, you're. What are you doing? That you. First of all, what are you doing that you're getting that upset? And second of all, you're pooping. Just fucking him, poo and get it over. Him with. and his bestie argue like little girls. Oh, did you hear me yell today? Yeah. Did you hear him yelling earlier though? Yeah. Yes, it, it is your fault. And that's when I started yelling. I was like, <laughs> stop fucking yelling. Oh my god! It's like if you can't get along, then get off the goddamn phone. <laughs> His mom texted me the other day. Yeah, uh, he came home with a keyboard. <laughs> I was like, I ain't even home. Yeah, I said I'm on my way home though, and she's like, I really don't understand why he, being her husband, picked him up and did not say, "Why do you have a fucking keyboard in your hand?" <laughs> So, I don't yeah, know. Jax gave him his keyboard. Uh, yeah. I, mm, they're so cute. I they, love the they both are, of them. Yeah, they kill me, but I yeah. Know. They are I was cute. like, this is why I love you, because we don't even question it. We just laugh, and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know, right? Like, really? So, I know. How about it? Good Lord. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyways, uh, what do you got for us today? You got a goodie? Today's kind of a different case. Okay. It's a little odd. There's murder. There's definite murder involved. Okay. But there's murder. Then it's a uh, fugitive from justice. Ooh. Kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's weird. I've never heard of it. Really? So, yeah. Oh, this will be good. Yeah. I doubt that. I mean, if you haven't heard of it, then I doubt I have. No, you haven't for sure. Okay. No, there's no well, way. That'll you be have. good then. This will be new to me. Yeah, it's weird. So, I don't know. You ready? Mm. Oh, I'm ready. All right. On November 10th of 1993, it was Adam Emery's 31st birthday. Uh, It was also the day he was convicted of second-degree murder. Mm. His wife, Elena, sat behind him throughout the trial. And after the verdict was read, she leaned across the barrier that separated the two of them and whispered something to him. What she said wouldn't be known to investigators for months, and this was only after they had a lip reader watch the video. Uh, although he was facing up to 25 years, he was released on bail. His and Him and his wife's family um, put up their homes and properties, totaling upwards of $270,000, so he could spend time with Elena before going to jail. But by 7 p.m. that night, the couple had vanished. Are you going to pay attention to me or are you going to pay attention to your phone? Sorry. Yeah. Um, Adam C. Emery was born November 10th, 1962 in Rhode Island. Two parents, Bertha and Alton Emery. Bertha. Bertha. Such an old name. It really is. Um, He was described as a solid, quiet, and honorable man by many character witnesses at his trial. Uh, He was raised in a middle-class family in Cranston, Rhode Island. And took a white-collar job with a local plastics manufacturing company after graduating from Rhode Island College. He was a customer service manager who had demonstrated particular skill at calmly dealing with irate people. Not me. You did hear me the other day with my customer service voice. And you're like, God, you sounded so professional. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to be nice to him. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I'm trying to hire you. True. Can't be a dick right out the gate. Yeah. Just at first. You gotta wait a day. Right, right, right. (laughs) So, um, Elena L, and I believe it's Elena, uh, L. DiRocco was born March 13th, 1961, to Mother Angelina and her dad, whose name I don't know, uh, in a small village. Did they not give it? No, I couldn't find it. There's so many, like, there's not a lot of information on this, and there's conflicting information. So when I get to the conflicting shit, I'll I'll tell you. But okay, yeah, I don't know. Um, she in in a small village in Italy. Okay, so she wasn't even from here. Yeah, um, we do know she had at least one sister named Melinda and a brother named Dominic. Uh, the family immigrated to the U.S. when she was a young girl, looking for quote the good life. Mm. Uh, her mother worked at a soap factory and continued to work at the soap factory factory forever, and her father worked construction. 
Uh, they both worked long, hard hours, which allowed them to eventually move to a comfortable house in the hills of Western Cranston, which was an area full of prosperous people with Italian surnames. Ooh. Uh, Italian. Elena, yep. Elena kept the books at a construction company while working on her degree in, I believe, accounting. Um, and Adam and Elena met at a disco not far from Rocky Point Amusement Park. Uh, this disco was frequented by sing- single people in and around Providence. So this amusement park, yeah. allegedly, Babe Ruth hit a home run against uh, the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. And it went into the the bay, and they deemed it a triple. Really? And he got mad and like, threw bat. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Random fact. Right? I didn't know that. Uh, so the couple was married around 1987 don't know exactly when um they were described as a devoted couple who couldn't stand to be apart uh after the wedding the couple moved into an apartment in a multi-family building that her parents once lived in and currently owned at the time it was however in an unattractive section of warwick i have to stop to think about that when i say it yeah it's hard it is uh, they lived across from the Quick Arms Gun Shop and the Warwick Roller Magic Skating Center. Ooh. Which just sounds fabulous. That does. Uh, Intriguing. So they were just starting out, but were starting to acquire the symbols of success. Now, in Rhode Island, it's license plates. But what? What do you mean? But, <laughs> it's so stupid. Um... The license plates have great social significance. Okay. You want a desirable tag number, which is usually a low number. Yeah. And if it has letters, it, they have to be associated with your like initials. Yeah. But desirable tag numbers are passed down through families. What? Yes. Uh, the ranking That's system. That's so weird. The ranking system is unofficial and complex, but when you know, you know. Apparently. That's so interesting and weird. So the best plates, like I said, have low numbers, and if they're letters, they have initials. And good plates generally signified some governmental connection. Really? Adam was no exception. He had a friend in the governor's office and was able to secure a plate that said AE70 and then secured one for his wife that said EE70. Dude, that's so So that's like the shit. Those are like really? those are like the best plate numbers you could get. Why don't we have that? Because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that weird? And it's like a big fucking thing out there. Really? Yeah. And I was I was reading something. One of the authors of a source I was reading said that by them it's the same thing. It's like by your plates, police know like what section of town you live in. Really? Like to not pull you over. Dude, that's so weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah. That's so weird. So, I don't know. That just blew my I mind. Know. So on Friday, August 31st, 1990, Adam and Elena were out with her sister and her brother-in-law. It was an informal celebration of Adam and Elena's wedding anniversary. And they were at Rocky Point Amusement Park. Um, <clears throat> it's just a small amusement park on the coast of Narragansett Bay, which has since closed. Uh, it was a summer ritual for Rhode Islanders to get greasy food from the park and look out at the water. So that was like a thing. Yeah. So that's exactly what they were doing. They were sitting in Adam's uh, 1985 Thunderbird, eating clam cakes and chowder and drinking beer. Clam cakes. I want to try one so bad. You want to try all this seafood and you don't like fucking seafood. I know, but I want to try it. I don't know. Because it's been so long since I've had seafood. Mm. But I've never had clam cakes, and I've heard like so many good things about them. And I love seafood. I've never, I've never had a clam cake. I wonder how it is. is, But um, so this Thunderbird he kept in like pristine condition. So I wouldn't let you fucks eating it. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Shit. Yeah, forget that. Especially that that. you ain't eating finger food in my fucking Thunderbird. Yeah, there's no fucking way. You're fucking joking if. Ugh. Yeah. So, suddenly and violently, the car rocked. Uh, Another car leaving the parking lot had rammed into the rear driver's side of the Thunderbird, damaging the taillight and leaving a large dent in the side. 
A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. So they all looked up at the same time to see the quote-unquote car speeding away. Uh, it soon disappeared around the corner of a building like in the lot. Um, Adam, at the urging of everyone in the car, especially Elena, took off after the car they thought hit him. Yeah. Uh, her sister Melinda was certain it was a 1975 Ford LTD that she saw. When they rounded the corner, Elena saw a reddish-brown 1975 Ford LTD, and she yelled, quote, that's the car. Uh, later, a spiral notebook would be found where Elena had written down the plate number AV439. So that's like a shit plate because yeah. it's a high number. Right. Jesus Christ. Uh, Adam followed the Ford and essentially chased it through the streets of a neighborhood called, I don't know, Comnicate? Sure. Uh, he would he later, gave it a shot. Yeah. He would later tell the police that he only did this to get the car's plate number. Yeah. Uh, your fu- your wife uh, already wrote it down. Yeah, you're Dumb full fuck. of shit. You were going to yeah. beat his ass. Oh, he does. Uh, so after approximately two miles, the Ford pulled over, and it's still unknown whether the Ford voluntarily pulled over or if it was forced off the road by Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, what we do know is that the driver of the Ford was 20-year-old Jason Bass, and the passenger was his 20-year-old cousin, Joshua Post. Mm. Um. As Adam exited the Thunderbird, Elena stopped him and handed him a large hunting knife. What the fuck? That's... Wow. You know, for self-defense. Of course. Why why do you have a fucking hunting knife in your Thunderbird? (laughs) Who takes a Thunderbird hunting, first of all? Second of all, what in the motherfuck are you hunting with With a a knife? Yeah. Are you skinning shit? Like, what, what are you doing? Dude, you might be. What? Uh, uh, no, like, I couldn't find any, and I'm not saying I mean, that it didn't happen. after you kill a deer, you skin it, Okay, right? but there's no, no, you don't skin a fucking deer. Oh. No, no. You don't? This is why you don't hunt. Um, <laughs> I couldn't find anything, like, showing that he was a hunter that would need said hunting knife. Mm. Yeah. So self-defense, I'll go with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Josh and Jason were like, what in the fuck is happening? Yeah. Because they didn't hit a car. They knew they didn't hit a car. So they were confused and scared shitless, essentially. They had mm. no idea what was going on. Yeah. So it's kind of up for, again, debate what happened. But Josh said that, quote, Adam... Quote, he got out of the car yelling and screaming that, quote, we'll kick your butt. I'm going to kill you. We'll kick your butt? We'll kick your butt. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, right. Major fighting words. Unbelievable. Oh, major. Yeah. This guy was so mad. I've never seen anybody madder than this. Okay. Um, So now... Josh would say that when Adam approached the car, Jason panicked and threw the car in reverse and tried to gun it. Um, He then said that Adam grabbed the driver's side door and then held on for essentially 1,300 feet when the car rolled backwards. Yeah. Holy shit. Now, he, Adam, uh, allegedly had attempted to lunge through the driver's side window and pull the keys out of the ignition. Yeah. Um. He would later say, though, that he he told Jason to stop the car. He had a knife. And that when Jason refused, Adam said he, quote, had to do something because the driver didn't heed my warning. Hmm. I wouldn't either, you fucking psycho. Yeah, you jumped on my car. Right, you're trying to get... coming through the window. Right, with a, a fucking hunting knife. I'm not stopping either, sir. No. No, no. Um... Now, Adam would counter that, saying that he went up to the car and told Jason, quote, I just want to talk to you. You hit my car. Yeah. And Jason's like, I didn't hit your motherfucking car. 
Like I didn't hit your fucking car. Yeah. So at some point, either in anger or self-defense, Adam pulled out the knife and stabbed Jason. Jeez. Some sources say that he was stabbed repeatedly in the chest and hand. Some sources say that it was one single stab wound to the heart. Either way, he, he hit stabbed. Jason's heart. Yeah. Killing him, which should have been almost instantly. Um, so now, when they finally came to a stop, everybody in the car realized, huh, this kid didn't hit our fucking car. There's no damage on his car. Whoops. And it was later determined through paint chip analysis that Jason, in fact, did not hit Adam's car. Damn. He was not the one who did it. There were multiple cars pulling out of the lot at the same time. Damn. So, um. Damn. Jason's car eventually came to a stop against a large boulder near a driveway. And it was near the home of now former Rhode Island State Police Trooper Kevin Hopkins. Um. He heard the sound of a car crash and went to the scene in his cruiser and said, quote, when I arrived, the whole air about the scene was very spooky. It had a haze and it was a warm summer night and it just had a spooky, eerie feeling about it. What I was going. Wait, what? I, well, I don't know what the fuck I wrote. What I was going Good into job. and I pulled up thinking it was just a motor vehicle accident. Yeah. So when he pulled up, he saw the truck on his neighbor's lawn um, and came around and saw Jason lying on the ground next to his vehicle with an obvious stab wound. Damn. So now he's like, well, fuck me. This ain't a car accident. Right. So um, Adam was sitting on a nearby porch step drinking a glass of water covered in blood. Because, I mean, my first thought when somebody comes to my door covered in blood, do you need water? Yeah. Sir, you, you look. Parched. You look disheveled. Right. Would you like some more? I'd be like, get the fuck off of my step before right. I fucking stab you with a military knife. How about that? Yeah. So he then looked right at Hopkins and said, quote, I did it. Mm. So there's no there's no dispute that yeah. Jason did it. Right. Or that Adam did it. Excuse me. It's just as to why. Right. So now some sources say that Jason died at the scene. Others say that he died at Rhode Island Hospital. Now, in their defense, if we're transporting, obviously, we're not declaring you dead at the scene. So, at some point, he was probably a traumatic arrest. Oh, yeah. So, he was probably clinically dead when they took him. But they had to work him. Right, because he was was stabbed in the heart. So, he was probably clinically dead. So, Jason Bass uh, was American Indian. His mom was half Cherokee and dad was Cherokee and Mohican. Uh, his parents were Barbara and Everett, and he was one of seven children. He, according to his cousin, was on the verge of a happy, productive life uh, after growing up in Providence. He dropped out of high school when he was 16 and worked a number of food service jobs, uh, but dreamed of opening up his own restaurant. Just a good fucking kid, yeah. like all around. Just a good kid. Yeah. Um, days before the murder, he had actually just quit his most recent job as a food concession manager at Rocky Point, which is probably why he was there, just hanging out. Yeah. You know, wrong place, wrong time. Right. So. Can you see? Yeah, sorry. So Adam, at some point, quickly after that, I couldn't find a date, was arrested and charged with second-degree murder. Um, obviously, not everybody agreed with this. His family was like, it was self-defense. Jason's family was like, mm, pretty sure it wasn't. It's, it's not. They weren't. His family was not very vocal, though. Jason's family was not very vocal. They yeah. kind of kept to themselves. Um, a couple of days after the murder, Jason's mom and his sister-in-law, Cindy, went to a store called Ann and Hope, which was an all-purpose discount store, kind of like a Goodwill, mm-hmm. uh, to get Jason a suit to be buried in. Oh, jeez. And while they were explaining the story to a sales clerk, um, what they needed and why... They soon found themselves being confronted by one of Elena's sisters in the store who was there buying Catholic school uniforms for her kids. She gets in this fucking woman's face and starts screaming, quote, why don't you tell the truth that your son dragged my brother-in-law that they tried to kill him? Wow. Ma'am, you better right, back bitch. the fuck up. Yeah. Back up. First who of all. the fuck are you? His mother had nothing to do with it. Right. All she knows is that she is grieving the death of her son. Yeah. Your brother-in-law is still alive. Back up before I fucking choke you with that Catholic schoolgirl skirt. Yeah. Man, I I would fucking I would punch her. 
Oh, I know you no, would have. I would have punched her right in the fucking face. Yeah. So, Adam was eventually released on bond after spending about eight months in prison or in jail awaiting trial. Yeah. This is when his family put up their homes. Um, it's some sources say it was his family and her, his wife, his wife's family, but... Either way, it was $270,000 worth of home and property. Wow. That was put up as collateral. Yeah. So he was released. Um, He remained free for almost two years prior to trial. Um, And by all accounts, he remained employed with the plastics company. Wow. And stayed out of trouble. He had no criminal record. He had never been in trouble before. Like, he, for all intents and purposes, was also a good kid growing up. Right, right. So, on November 5th, 1993, the trial started. Uh, defense, the defense attorneys maintained that Adam acted in self-defense, stating that Jason and his brother-in-law got out of their vehicle and stood in front of Jason's vehicle. And Adam, fearing that um, they would be hit, he tried to get the keys out of the ignition. So, he um, he tried to reach in and get the keys out of the fucking ignition and he had to get the car to stop that's why he stabbed him it's it's not self-defense it's not Uh, i'm sorry but it's not you (laughs) instigated it Uh, a reporter stated quote adam emery's testimony was very rigid and he never expressed any remorse for killing someone he said that he stabbed jason bass in self-defense nope Five days later, on November 10th of 1993, Adam was convicted of second-degree murder. Wow. Uh, when the verdict was read, Dominic DiRocco stood up and yelled, quote, you fucking scumbags, we're going to get you. Whoa. And this was this was Elena's brother. Wow. He's yelling, you fucking scumbags, at the, the murdered kid's family. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. So now Elena was crying, saying, quote, it's all my fault. Everybody said, the witnesses said that she instigated. She was the one who was like, go fucking get them. She handed him the knife. Yeah. She was never charged with anything. She should have been. She should have been. So. Yeah, she absolutely should have been. This is where she leans over and says to Adam, which they found out through lip readers. And by the way, ladies who are listening to this. Google a picture of her because she has, like, the most early 90s fucking hairstyle I've ever seen in my life. It's fantastic, and I'm going to start wearing my hair like that. Poofy? She's she's got the clips, like, pulling it half up. Yeah. But then she has, like, the giant motherfucking bow. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even a bow. It was, like, the ruffled clip thing. Yeah. Right here. Oh, that's awesome. With her curly, frosted hair. Yeah, it was great. And all I could could picture was, like, my mom wearing (laughs) her fucking hair like that. And me, like, stealing her clips. Right, right. So, um, what they found out, they had a lip reader go through the video. And what they found out that Elena said was, quote, We will do what we originally said. You promised me we should have done this before. There's actual... Actually, like, paid lip readers? She. It was somebody who worked with uh, American Sign Language. Which, by the way... Wow. I found out the other day that somebody I work with is actually fluent in American Sign Language. Okay. Uh, he is now teaching us how to um, yell at people in sign language. In sign language? I now can say, you got me fucked up in sign language. Oh, that's cool. And bald, broke-ass bitch. <laughs> Because that's what's important. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so, that's awesome. Uh, Dominic, her brother, would later say that the couple felt that this conviction was really like the end of their lives. Yeah. Um, at the time, though, secondary murder in Rhode Island had no mandatory penalty, which means the judge could have been like, time served, done. Really? You ser- yeah, you, you served eight months, you're good. Or he could have given him life. So like there was no what? there was no rhyme or reason he and uh, is this since changed? changed yeah okay a legal analyst said that at the time with no maximum no like penalty they probably would have sentenced him to about twenty five years mm-hmm. he would have gotten time served and then some other bullshit he probably would have been out in eight years yeah okay now pretrial hearings he previously refused a deal of manslaughter. Um, the, if he would have pled guilty to manslaughter, he would have gotten a 20-year sentence. Yeah. And he's like, absolutely not, because he felt that he would and should be exonerated. 
Mm. He had convinced himself that this was self-defense. Yeah. So it got so bad in the courtroom. uh, The Basses were given a police escort home and like police surveillance for up to a week. Really? Yeah, after the trial. Wow. So, yeah. Now, in an unprecedented move, uh, the judge, whose name I forgot, I know her first name is Linda, um, because of that $270,000 bond that was posted prior to, Mm -hmm. they allowed him to leave. So he, that bond kind of crossed over and he was allowed to go home until the formal sentencing, which would be a month later. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Adam and Elena left the courthouse at approximately 3 p.m. And then at approximately 3.30 p.m., they were seen at Kelly's Sporting Goods in Cranston, Rhode Island, where the salesperson described Elena as, quote, talkative and smiling. Mm -hmm. They purchased matching athletic sweat socks and black hooded sweatsuits, along with 80 pounds of wearable wrist, ankle, and waist weights. Okay. Because <laughs> you got to work out after that? I, you do. I mean, I, physical. I mean, you got to power walk and yeah. match with your lady. So the salesperson also recalled Adam being kind of pissed about the cost of everything. Okay. that It all comes to a point later. Okay. <laughs> uh, the couple was then seen eating at Burger King, where they were described as calm and happy and not displaying any unusual behavior. Hmm. At approximately 4.45, the couple was seen on the walkway of a Newport Bridge after parking their car. Uh, yeah, because Burger King is a great pre-workout meal. So, <laughs> so many things are coming into play. Like, Burger King, they're Hershey Pie, man. I could fuck yeah, that up. Like, But you don't fucking work out after. Okay, babe. That defeats Can the we purpose. think of the context of the story? Okay. We're getting there. It's not pre-workout. Okay. It's more like pre-jumping. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. You following me now? Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, so then at 7.15, the car was seen driving away. At 6.53, somebody called and reported an abandoned vehicle still running on the bridge. Just before 7 p.m., an unoccupied Toyota Camry was found on the Newport Bridge, and there was no sign of the couple. The court clothes that they wore that day were found uh, folded neatly in the back seat. There were receipts from the day's purchases. His driver's license was found in the vehicle, along with cut-up credit cards on the seat. Wow. Now, this time there's no witnesses. Despite this being a heavily trafficked and traveled bridge... And there were witnesses when they were on the bridge earlier. Yeah. It's assumed that the couple jumped. Nobody saw them? Wow. So somebody saw them walking along the bridge earlier. Yeah. Nobody saw them jump? That's that's No witnesses saw him jump. That's weird. So somebody saw the abandoned car. Nobody saw him jump. Hmm. Now, there was... And still, to this day, no evidence of Adam ever entering the water. Wow. Okay. Three days after this event, Adam's mother received a letter in the mail from Adam that said, quote, I was at a total loss about what happened at court today. We are not afraid to die and look forward to it. Free at last. I write this letter with a clear conscience. Wow. So now the Emery family... Um, assumed that this was a Romeo and Juliet like suicide pact. Suicide, yeah. Right. Um a lot of people question like they were in the prime of their lives. Like they had great jobs. They were, you know, they had nice things. They had nice cars. Like why all of a sudden would they just go, let's just jump off a fucking bridge. Right. Kind of thing. So the Bass family and uh actually the investigators weren't so convinced. Okay. Uh, investigators actually spoke to the Boston Globe in a 1993 article stating that they thought it was all a ruse. Mm-hmm. One of the investigators stated, quote, we're leaning towards the fact that they may have fled. Yeah. Uh, we haven't recovered the bodies and we have nothing concrete to say that they committed suicide. That's what I'm kind of thinking, too. Um, <clears throat> the uh, ADA, Jack McMahon, who I feel like with that name, you have to be the ADA. Yeah, right. You know? 
Um, <laughs> he was the one who would eventually be responsible to seize the properties of the families that mm. put up the $270,000 bond, you know? Yeah. He said, quote, we're not going to rush to judgment. We want to give the Emery's a chance to turn up wherever that might be. <clears throat> Excuse me. This interview was given about a month after the verdict. Okay. So now, like I said, there's no evidence of Adam ever entering the water. Yeah. Now, on August 30th, 1994, so we're like a day shy of the four-year anniversary. Right. Um, a fisherman who was on the uh, Narragansett Bay found what appeared to be a human skull in his fishing net, tangled up in a like nest of kelp and garbage. Yeah. Um, the skull was missing the lower jaw, but because of extensive dental work to the upper jaw, they were eventually able to identify the skull as belonging to Elena. Really? Coincidentally enough, this was the same day that the homes were supposed to be seized. That's crazy, yeah, dude. Yeah, because here's the thing. Nobody... They're, they're taking their fucking money. Yeah. Now you have a body. Okay, well, they can technically argue in the state of Rhode Island that because he died prior to sentencing, yeah, they can throw out the whole charge, which means the family would get their properties back, right. no questions asked, because right. he's dead. Yeah. But if there's no proof of death, the state's like, Fuck you. I, fuck you. I want my money. Yeah. Like, we let him out, and I don't have anything to prove he's dead, so give me your house, which is what they were scheduled to do that, that day. That day? That day. Dude, that's weird. Mm -hmm. That's that, a little too coincidental. Yeah, that day. Now, um, not, not too long after that, Two human leg bones were found in another fisherman's net. It's Rhode Island's where they fish all the time. Yeah. Um, there was a fragment of a sock on the bone that was identical to the socks that the couple bought. However, a marine biologist determined that because there was no microorganisms on the bone or the sock fragment, that they had not been in the water for nine months. Mm. A forensic anthropologist said with 85% certainty that these bones belong to a white male who is no taller than 5'7". Adam was 6'1". These leg bones were also determined to not belong to Elena. I mean, couldn't they do DNA? They did. They weren't his. Okay. And they weren't Elena's. So oh. my first question is, whose motherfucking leg bones are these? Yeah. <laughs> and why are, do they have the same socks on? Right. They, they don't know. Dude. Mm -hmm. mm. Now, Kevin um, Hopkins, the one who was uh, on the scene, mm -hmm. he he declared that Adam Emery is considered a fugitive from justice. Yeah. Uh, the Emery family is pissed. They said the state police looked like fools um, doing a futile search for a dead man, essentially. But after Elena's skull was found, the Emery family actually paid a uh, an expert dive team to come out to look for his remains. Right. Because they're like, well, if hers washed up, his, his are going to wash his up. His have got to, yeah. Nothing. Nothing of his. Mm, that's a little weird. Again, I say, <laughs> there is no evidence of him ever entering the water. Now, April Shaw, who's a petty officer for the Coast Guard, said that in her entire time, they have never had somebody jump into the water that they have not recovered something from. Right. Generally, the body is found immediately, if not immediately, within a couple days. Yeah. She also did say, though, that while it's possible that he survived the jump, it is doubtful that he did. He probably would have broken a couple bones. Mm -hmm. How would he have walked away? Yeah. Um, How far is the jump? It's pretty fucking far. Okay. Um, Jason Bass's cousin, Josh, said that he believes that Adam had Elena jump. And then he fled, I which is what I could believe that that's what most investigators think. So or did he push her or did he push her? I mean, I don't think he would have had to push her the way the couple was described. I think it was very much planned yeah. to be a suicide pact. And he was like, eh. you first, sweetie. Right. Here's my <laughs> boot print in your back. Yeah. So now 
nobody was ever found, obviously. Um, he was legally declared dead by a judge in 2004. Wow. However. That long? In 2010. Yeah. He was added to the FBI's most wanted list. Was he really? Six years after he was declared legally dead, he was added to the list. How the fuck can that be possible? The FBI, babe, they they are convinced he's he's out there. I and I believe it too. But I mean, if he's declared dead, how can they add him to the list? They did. Because wow. I mean, I guess you can still go. There's no. I, he's legally declared dead because it's but there's been no ten evidence. years. So there's no evidence that he's dead. So you can still come back and be like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. So now. Uh, on January 2nd, 2017, the FBI tweeted out a poster, a wanted poster, mm-hmm. of all his information, also saying that he was wanted for second-degree murder and unlawful flight to avoid prosecution. Yeah. Um, they said that he is to be considered armed and dangerous. Can you see what the dog is doing? He's flipping over. He's oh. adjusting. Um, and they feel that he's either in Florida or in Italy. I, I was going to say Italy. <clears throat> yeah. So now word of all of this got to the small village that his wife was from in Italy. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, um, the parents called the people in the small village yeah. and were like, hey, can we send him to you? And I guess the guy's story changed a couple times. And he, the it's not a mayor, but like the spokesperson for that town was yeah, like, president if or- he was here, we would know. You ain't going to fucking tell nobody. You're not going to tell anyone. And those eight months that he spent in prison, yeah, he spent all of his time learning Italian. Yeah, he's in Italy. <laughs> so. You're goddamn um, right he's in Italy. As late as 2020, FBI spokesperson Kristen Cetera stated, quote, no matter how long it takes, the FBI will continue to work with our law enforcement partners in following every lead until we can locate fugitive Adam Emery or his remains. Now, a quick question. Wait, and you, provide his family, his victim's family with much needed closure. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Um, do you know if Italy extradites? I don't know, actually. And because I, you know what, I thought I would have looked with Amanda Knox, but yeah, she wasn't being extradited back she, to right. the U.S., you know? I don't know if they do or look. not. Because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious if... I feel like he would rather be in Italy than fucking Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Does Italy extradite? I'm curious. Uh... Pursuant to the rules of the treaty. Yeah. Oh, they do? Italy and the United States signed a treaty about extradition in 1983. Pursuant to the rules of the treaty, the contracting parties agree to extradite to each other. Persons whom the authorities of the requesting party have charged with or found guilty of an extraditable offense. But the U.S. refused to extradite Amanda Knox. Yeah. That's That's weird. I'm so confused. They have to. Okay, so this is why. Um, They have to, pursuant to the treaty, one country has to request the extradition of the person. So if Italy receives an extradition request from the U.S. or vice versa, then they will extradite. Italy never requested the extradition of Amanda Knox. I gotcha. Okay. The U.S. was like, if she goes, you guys do what you want with her. If she doesn't go, we're not sending her. Uh, I gotcha. That makes sense. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Now. Yeah. So, I mean, if they find him and the mm. U.S. is like, send him the fuck back here. Oh, you know what? <laughs> it came up. It's like the fourth thing down on Google. Is Amanda it really? Knox. Yeah. Let's see. Because I think I'm right on this one. I think you are. Yeah, because they didn't request it. Yep. Yeah. They are parties to a bilateral treaty in which the U.S. has agreed to extradite to Italy persons whom Italian authorities have charged with or found guilty of an extraditable offense. Uh, The treaty defines extraditable offense to include an offense punishable under the laws of both countries by deprivation of liberty for a period of more than one year or by a more severe penalty. 
Mm. Yeah. So then, yeah, if they want him, but they're, dude, the the mayor of the town or whatever, he's not going to fucking say so. No. Yeah. I mean, they're all fucking families there. They're, you know. So it says basically. They're paisans. If, if Italy were to request extradition after reinstatement of the conviction or sentence, international law would pose no obstacle to fulfillment of the request. They never requested extradition of her. From the second time. Yeah, when yeah. she came back. So. Yeah, that um, makes sense. <clears throat> so as it states right now, and I looked. Adam Emery is still on the FBI's most wanted list. Is he really? He is to still this considered day? a fugitive of justice and is still very much wanted by the FBI. It is still very much an open case with the FBI. Really? Yep. Down to he is to be considered armed and dangerous. Do not approach him. Here's the number to call if you find him. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's insane. I wonder why they're like he's armed and dangerous. Probably just because fear of capture. Yeah. Because he has no criminal history other yeah. than this, which makes you wonder, what the fuck, dude? Mm. Like, and a lot of people say, like, Elena should have been charged because oh, she this, this was not the type of person that he was. And yeah. I mean, people snap. I get it. But a lot of people say that if it weren't for her egging him on and handing him the knife, he, he never, wouldn't have done dick about it. Yeah. So... Man, all from a road rage. And I wonder if a maybe simple fucking right, road rage. I wonder if that's why he was like, "You first. because he's like, "That's Fuck it, exactly you. like, yeah, you first, sweetie. I'll I'll be right, right. behind you. Because if if you wouldn't have fucking handed me this knife, I wouldn't have felt the need to have fucking beer balls and right. be like, "Oh, Miss Deb is fucking good." Right. Like, I wonder if that's why he was like, "Here you go, baby." Yep. Because I'll see you later. She definitely I'll see, you, I'll see see you real soon. She definitely would have sunk with the weights. Yeah. Um. They there was an article that said that she was like 120 pounds. She was a little chick. Mm-hmm. She struggled to carry the bags out of the sporting goods store with the weights in them. Oh yeah. Which why are you making her fucking carry them? First of all, you're going to strap them to her in about an hour. Well, he's going to. You couldn't fucking, carry the fucking bag. He's going to kick her over anyway. Well, that's what I'm so. saying. You couldn't at least carry the fucking bag. Right. Dick. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's where it stands. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's insane. He's, it's 20-something years later, and he's still... No, it's it's almost... It's like 29 years. 29 years, He'd be in yeah. his late 50s. Oh, no. And he's, he's still... He's eating sp- spaghetti Fuck and yeah, fucking he meatballs. He pulled and, a godfather. Gotta yeah. hide him. Send him to Italy. Yep, he did. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fucked uh, up? I, I totally believe it. Yeah? I, I totally believe it, because I... I in my heart, I think they would have found something of them. Oh, they a hundred. There's no way if they jumped at the same time in the same spot. Yeah. There's no way that some of her, even if it was just a skull of hers, that was something was something found. would have been found. Yeah. And you almost have to question: Did he push somebody else in in case remains were found to make it look like his? It's almost what it seems like. Because who's fucking leg bones are those? Yeah. You find so leg it, bones with sock attached it, to it and you're just like, what, what it what it seems like. Well, and you found a short man, apparently. Like, yeah. But who's, whose leg bones are those? I legit, I could not, I've been, I've been searching since I started this case. I mean, did they look into any missing persons I, or babe, anything? I can't find anything about whose motherfucking leg bones these are. That's, I want to know whose leg bones these Yeah, are. I do too. I mean, because, okay, so they found a sweat, a sweat sock. Socks are all the fucking same. Right. Whatever. And I'm sure in 93 there wasn't that much variety of sweat sock. But right. whose leg bones are those? They're human. They're, they're a white man's leg bones. <laughs> so, yeah, it's almost like there was a jogger or walker somebody, on the bridge. Yeah, and, that just, hey, bloop. buddy, bloop. Yeah. And there's no way that. There's there's no way that they jumped. If, if you got, if witnesses saw them walking the yeah. first time, I mean yeah. somebody Why jumping kind of catches your eye. Uh, like, yeah. Oh, is that a bird? Oh, yeah, that's a hood. What the fuck? You know? Yeah, that's not a bird. No. So he is still considered a fugitive from justice, and he is still very much wanted by the FBI. Wow. Mm-hmm. And still, to this day, twenty nine years later. 
There is no evidence that he ever entered the water. Yeah, I don't believe it. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. I think he was like, fuck you, woman. Yeah. Like, you got me in this you, fucking you mess. You got me in this position. Now you're going to fucking pay for it. But yeah. then, why would the family hide him? Why would her family hide him? Unless he was like, we both jumped and I survived. Whoops. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know. That's. I don't know. I mean, fuck. What a weird case. Isn't it weird? It's really weird. Yeah. Because then, like, she died. She's dead. And he just pops up and calls her parents and was like, can you send me to Italy? Like, what? What a bizarre case. Isn't that? It's weird. That one was a weird one. I had that, to. That was a good one because yeah. that's that blew my mind a little. I was bit. gonna do a different one, but it was a pretty cut and dry like serial killer case. And when I was reading this one, I was like, "Oh, yeah." I wonder where the fuck he is. But still, I mean, it's 2023, and it was last updated like December 2022. The FBI's website about him. Really? Yeah. And he's still on. He's it. Still, yeah, still on it. Still wanted. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. That I mean, was a good one. Great job, whoever hid you. Oh yeah, you guys did phenomenal. Yeah, yeah without a doubt. So, because I mean, fuck, they even found him in The Godfather. They found him in Italy. They blew mm. up his wife. I've never seen The Godfather. Oh Jesus, fuck! And you're Italian. Yeah, I know. Apollonia was his wife. She was learning how to drive. I've never seen it. Oh, babe. I'm sorry. I've seen Scarface, but I've never seen oh Godfather. God. No. So Al Pacino's character, he's like the, the underdog son. He's like the bookworm guy. Mm-hmm. And he ends up, um, he does a, a, a murder for the family. Yeah. And they send him to Italy. To hide. To hide. Really? And he ends up meeting this woman, Apollonia. And Apollonia. He, Apollonia. They found him in Italy. Really? We got to watch it one day. All right. I'll check it out. Yeah, we got to we gotta watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll he, definitely he, check it out. He pulls the gun from behind the fucking toilet. Shoots him in the restaurant. And nobody suspected it would be him because he's like the nerd. It wasn't Sonny. Sonny was the hothead who banged all the bridesmaids. Mm. Yeah. Oh, babe, how have you never seen The Godfather? It's one of those like, it's like Goodfellas. If it's on, it doesn't matter what the fuck you were doing. You got to stop have and to watch. Stop. Yeah. Now the third one, eh, eh. Yeah. yeah they do have it though where you can watch it in like chronological order so it like takes the three movies and it puts them in order which i don't like you gotta watch one and two okay maybe we'll do that this weekend yeah great movies we'll make a date of it yeah great movies i can't believe you've never seen them you're yeah. italian i'm not fucking italian I how know. have i seen them uh, right Jeez, i got the fucking songs on my phone from it <laughs> Yep, never Great seen movie. it, babe. Seen every other Italian movie, but... Yeah, I've never seen Scarface. Oh, Scarface. It's, it's Al Pacino, right? Yeah. But the, I, I know, like, the he's sitting in, like, a fucking bath of cocaine oh, with a gun, right? Oh, fuck yeah. And, no, you gotta see fuck the Godfather. Yeah. That's the kiss of death. He gives his brother the kiss of death because his brother fucking rats him out. Babe, god damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Grandma Rose is like, you motherfucker. I know, in her grave. Yeah. Son Ugh. of a bitch, Mark that, You know that's what she's fucking saying. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you watch it. I can't believe you've never seen it. Yeah. yeah. Alfredo gets the kiss of death. I could go for some Alfredo. where the Vegas fucking casinos come in and... Yeah. Man. I'll check it out, babe. Stop yelling at me. It's like like Goodfell and like Blow, that movie. If that oh, movie's yeah. not, you got to stop you, doing you whatever you got to stop and doing. watch it. Yeah. Dude, Johnny Depp is. The shit. He's he's good. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah, he is. Really old is in that, R.I.P. Oh, man. Dad. That's my guy. He's fucking mom in that movie, dude. Yeah. I had to. You didn't have to do shit. Right. Mm-mm. I wouldn't call the cops on Jax. I would just get him the fuck out of the house. I, I would too, yeah. <sighs> oh my God. There's, yeah, there's no way I'd call the cops. I'd just, no. dude, you gotta I'd be go. like, shower. Yep. Eat. Let me feed you. Let's get some gas in your car right. and then get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> right. And then go. I don't think our neighbors would rat on us, though. No. Because she's all I, worried. What would the neighbors think? 
Listen, I know what our neighbors are yeah, fucking think. Yeah, no, they when we all probably thought, do the same. When we thought Leo was getting fucking followed by a van, yeah, that motherfuckers met me outside. Mm-hmm. I got his his car on the ring camera. Yep, that boy. Yep, that's why I like our neighbors. Well, that was a good one. I hope you guys enjoyed that too. Um, next one's Patreon. Next one will be a Patreon exclusive. Uh, if you want to join our family and become a Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash death do us part num- the number one. And there are several tiers that you mm-hmm. can sign up and choose from. Each one gets a special little thing. Um, but they all have ad-free yep. episodes and in access there. to the the bonus episodes. Yes, and access to the bonus episodes. So, so. I want to try, and I brought this up to Mark the other day, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put it solid. Yeah, I'm not gonna make promises I can't keep, but I'm going to try to put us on a set schedule. Yeah, which would involve two episodes a week and two Patreon episodes a month. Yeah, it's hard to say yes to though just yeah. because so much goes on i know and i try i really so, and sometimes i can get through a case quick and sometimes i fucking fall down that rabbit hole and break my goddamn leg and i'm stuck for days yeah so i'm going to try so i when i feel like we're getting kind of a pattern going and we're yeah. getting there then i'll set it in stone but that's the plan two episodes a week and two patreon a yeah, month i would great. like to do more patreon a month yeah i, I would too but that's what I i'm gonna too. i'm shooting for so this patreon episode um should we tell them what we're doing? Yeah. We're going to do the Virginia Tech Massacre. Yes. Um, and it's, today's Friday? Yes. Um, Sunday. Good deal. It'll come out Sunday. Good deal. <clears throat> so. All right. Um, I definitely want to hear that. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be interested That's in that. That's a fucked up one too. So, yeah. So if, if you want to hear it, guys, sign up. There's several different tiers that you could choose from. And I'll tell you right now, I'll tease it. There's a lot that I found out that was never released publicly unless you looked into it. It 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 could have been prevented. Could it have really? Yeah, it could have been. To, to an extent. Well, that pisses me off to, hearing that. To an extent, it could have been prevented all right that pisses me off so it's it's a hard one and it's like you can't really say well they did this and they did that and they did it's just it's a hard one yeah it's a really hard one i i feel and i'm not saying the police had any they did anything wrong yeah i'm yeah i'm gonna say the school yeah all right so well guys i hope you enjoyed this one uh whatever platform you listen to us on please hit that five star liking please follow like share tell your friends tell your family Mm -hmm. oh what okay i haven't said britney bitch in a while so Mm -hmm. uh britney bitch yeah and two can i can i shout out yes so um my girl my sister one of our listeners, mm-hmm. I'm going to say her name, Lindsay, just graduated. She got her master's in criminal justice and science, crime scene investigation. She just got her very first CSI job. Yeah. Yay. Down, down in fucking Florida. Florida. She's like, I'm going to be there all by myself. I was like, bitch, I will come down Oh, there. she's going to have a blast. I, she, and she's fucking gorgeous. So like you're in Florida, you're tan, you're blonde. <laughs> hate you. she's gonna have a fucking blast but i was like you don't have to be alone i'll come down there and she's like oh you and mark i'm like i will come down there <laughs> me just me right right i so i just me so i'm very proud of Lindsay. she did phenomenal yeah, she got her job, first job dude. good job girl my sister mm-hmm. so that's all that's all i wanted good deal yeah. um so I got to do a dad joke. Oh, I mean, I have to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm like breathing into the microphone like this. Sorry. I feel like I am too. I'm just fat and I breathe hard. Babe, what would oh. bears be without bees? What would bears? Like a bear? Yeah, like an animal, a bear. Be without bees? Yeah. Ears? Oh, you dumbass. Yeah. What? Really? Oh my god. All right, tell another one cuz I ruined this one. No, that's it. You ruined it. 
Well, it you was, ruined it for this week. It was not your best. I'm sorry. I thought it was funny. Not, not, not your best. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little uh, disappointed in you this week. Right. It wasn't your best. I'll, I'll have a better one next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely have a better one. I think you better. Not, you failed. Yeah, I failed miserably. And I don't have any jokes that are tasteful enough that I can stand, <laughs> which is terrible because this is like the most tasteless fucking podcast out there. I, you're I right. I know. Jokes out. I know. How about it? <laughs> Damn it. You ruined it. I failed. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Epic failure. <laughs> Fail. I mean, I could have done a fucking better job, and I don't like dad jokes. I know, yeah. right? And I, I cannot think of one right now to steal your thunder. I'm actually really pissed about it. <laughs> so, fuck. Uh, all right. Should we, should we give another congratulations, and then we'll wrap it up? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you can. Mark's about to be a motherfucking flower girl. I am. So, I we am. recently spoke of a couple who met... And really got along because of us. Because of our podcast. And he proposed and she said yes. Mm -hmm. Apparently he proposed with a sign that said, will you marry me? Fuck yes or fuck no, which is amazing to me. So Mark's going to be a flower girl. Yeah. So they're inviting us and I'm going to be, they're inviting me to be the flower girl. We are going to put so much shit on your wheelchair. It's going to be great. Fuck yes. And the flowers will be coming out of my fanny pack. (sighs) So it's going to be fucking glorious. I can't wait. So congratulations. Yes. They haven't. JJ and Ryan. Yeah. They haven't set a date yet, but I'm sure that'll, they'll let us know soon. Yep. Ever, there's so many good things happening for the people around I know, us right now. I know. One of my other girls, I don't think she listens, but she passed her national paramedic test. Cool. Which is huge. She said, I can't stop crying. Aww. And I was reading it and I'm like, oh God, oh God. And I'm like, wait, am I reading this right? I thought I read it wrong. But, oh. So she passed. Which oh, is well, great. that's cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of good things happening there's for people around us, which I'm yeah. very excited about. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. I mean, for us, too, we got a lot of shows coming yeah. up. So We do. We have a lot of shows there, coming up. There is a lot of good that's happening. So. We have good people surrounding us. Yeah, we do. So, so thank you guys for supporting us. Uh, thank you for your messages. You know, I, I try to message back, you know, as soon as I can. Um, but I love seeing your messages. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, thanks for your support. And, uh, yeah, our next episode will be Patreon episode. So sign up if you want to listen. Yeah. And, uh, otherwise we will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye.